This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, my dear listener. You are welcome to Adventist World Radio Ghana, and you are welcome to once again to the segment Youth Corner. And in this segment, we sit down to discuss interesting topics that will blow your mind. And we are continuing from what we left off the last time. Previously, we are talking about peer pressure and how it's exerted, and the how um, people are getting influenced now with this. And we want to continue our discussion. And I am Eugene Kabnatakra. I'm your moderator for today, and I'm here with some resource personalities who are willing to share a lot of knowledge here. All right, so I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Papais Bontinkuma. I'm also Asarizra. And Lambert. You're welcome, my panelists, and you're all looking awesome. Um, today's discussion is also going to be very um, interactive, okay? Yeah, you've, you've already spoken about parents a little bit of parents but if not if not exhausted parents but the last time we ended on the note that you should work with the wise and be wise now i want us to tell her on dealing and overcoming peer pressure it is very hard to deal with you know because there are people who might have not drunk and they are drinking so how do you deal with them i'll start to lamp it how do you deal with peer pressure in fact it's very strenuous to be coming out from a problem. But when God is in it, everything will be well. There are some points in life that you call self-actualization. You compare your current life with your past life, you realize that there have been a negative change in your life. Someone can say, Timipa mini. Although an advice from someone can put you off from that bad habit. But some people are also able to make decisions while they are in that particular problem to get themselves out of the, of the problem. So you did not know the end and you, you, you bump into that particular habit. You compare it to your previous life, you can advise yourself and then you'll be able to overcome that challenge you are in at that particular okay. time. Okay, I'm going to come back to you because this is very broad and you're going to exhaust every bit of it. But before we continue on the line of dealing with um, and overcoming peer pressure, Israel, I want to ask you, is it possible for a youth, okay, to have or have peer pressure or is being influenced and he doesn't know? Yeah, yeah. As we've already talked about, we have the direct once we talk about the types we have the direct one and the indirect ones so sometimes you may not be aware that this person is um, pushing you to the wrong side and sometimes you may not be even aware that this person is even pushing you to the right side for instance you are in a school with someone and he always send you to go and buy a wee paper mm-hmm. meanwhile you don't smoke mm-hmm. it's a signal to you that uh, definitely a person okay. yeah it's a pressure on you it can be a pressure on you because you can't do that and always send the reaper to the person. One day, one day, you stand there and watch how they always do that. So, peer pressure as a topic we are talking about. Sometimes, you may not even know. You may not be aware, which is the indirect form or unspoken form. You are not aware. And the person will not even speak to you that this is what I want you to do. But definitely, before you even get to the, that point, you are already in. Okay. 
So you can't you can get that problem as a youth. Okay, Kuma. Is it possible to be ignorant of the fact that you have been? Oh yes, yes. Yeah, it happens daily. Probably you see your dad having some maybe alcoholic beverages, maybe club and shandy in the fridge, right? You see him come after work and take it and place it beside his fufu, and then he starts to kill it. You be like, oh, okay, then that is how it is done. Mm. Huh? Unbeknownst to you, probably you you've never tasted it, but then you, you've seen your dad do that several times. Now, when you you are on your own, or you could even be in the house, mm. probably when you also get your food, you you'd like to try. Why does he take this before doing yes. this? <laughs> you see, so unknown to you, it, it, it becomes a, a something that is set in your mind that this is the norm. You see, so that's where the being ignorant about what is going on around you and then allowing pressure to take you unbeknownst. Okay. All right. But I'll come to Lambert. Lambert is is very, um, it becomes very difficult if your pressure, you know, you are dealing with peer pressure, but you can have a father pressure. When the pressure is being exerted on you by your father, like um, Kumai saying, <laughs> your father is drinking shandy every morning or maybe afternoon how do you deal with that or probably if your your dad is always sending you to go and buy it how do you deal with that in fact it's a it's a it's a it's a big blow it's a it's a very big blow to flout on your father's directives that go and buy this whilst you know that it is not proper but you know how nathan asked david that question you know, we can find a proper way or we can quote from the Bible or elsewhere about what your father has <laughs> sent you to go and buy. That Maybe, Father, do you think that this will help your health or something? It shouldn't be a direct, I mean, question that will make your father feel very bad. But you can ask him a question in, in a polite way that he himself will, will, will understand that the child has known uh, uh, that that particular um, being maybe if it's alcohol or cigarette or whatever is is bad, so we have to devise some polite uh, uh, question or answer. Question. Yes, okay. too. Okay, thank you very much for that. And um, just a follow up on that to Israel, <laughs> is it that easy? Okay, as a youth, you have to be very careful when such situation happens to you, because for instance, your father is taking care of you. And he always sends you to go and buy, a, for instance, a cigarette. One, and read a book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. He said that children obey your parents in the Lord. So the first time there are some measures when read it downwards, you have to, like, humbly appeal to your father. That father, this uh, thing that you always send me to go and buy, there is something wrong with that. And also, you have to pray. There are some things you can't use your own might to do it yourself. That my father is uh, taking a quality beverage. So now whenever he, he sends me, I'll just stand and I'll not go. It also turns to something different. You have a way of advising your father. One, you talk to him politely and also you pray for him as a, a committed youth Christian. Okay. All right, Kuma. In, in the case of your father, you are still on your father. Okay. In the case of your father, okay. You know that Sunday is wrong. Or let's say that all the beverage he is sending you to buy is wrong. In that case, you know, in terms of Bible standards, you know, uh, if you do it the first time, uh, in the sight of God, is it right? Well, there's a saying that's going around, ignorance of the law is no excuse. Okay. And um Bible said, if you know what is wrong and you do it, it's, it's wrong for you. Okay. Good. So if actually you do know what is wrong, as they've been saying all along, devise a way. To appeal to him, maybe you and your father have a soft spot. Maybe you talk about soccer or something, mm-hmm. so you use it 
in, in, in a very skillful manner. Sometimes it's very uh, uh, sore, yes, and a dicey spot to, to go and tread. Because one, disobeying him by not going on the errand is against the Bible. And also, by, by not going on the errand of a wrong thing, it's not against the Bible. Yes, it's not against the Bible. Yes. But I know I know some parents who would, who would tell you it is good for my health. You know some, some drugs are taken with. I don't know. I don't want to see alcoholic beverages, but then. <laughs> well, well, they they advised some some locally. Um, I think the the roots and the, you have to soak them in. Yes, yes. No, probably. No, they, you but have for pleasure. For pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he's using it as he's eating with it, so it's not pleasure. <laughs> okay. Well, all I'm trying to say is with the dad, right? It's wrong that you have to like go and buy that for him. So probably you being someone who knows something about the, the the implications of what he's doing the thing he's taking and what it does to the body you can advise him on that starts from where a familiar ground as i said maybe probably when you go to your dad you always talk about school fees school and everything you talk about school and like, oh dad today we learned at school that this and this is what's happening and this amount of people die because of this and this so you, you start gradually everything doesn't start um i think the good processes always start from something small okay. so i think i think you can make an impact starting there so you can make an and and also to add to what brother kumar just said you know, for instance your father is an educationalist for instance or a phd a full doctor <laughs> and <laughs> we see at such points it's very difficult to contact him or either her that father this thing you are doing that's a reason why you have to go to hmm? <laughs> what do you know what do you know so just go to him humbly and also pray that is the prayer is everything to everything that's as how a committed a good Christian supposed to do this thing because you can't use your own strength the, the, these to fight things, listen these things we are, we are talking about it's yeah. not easy at it, all it will, be easy. A, it will be a slow progressive that's process yes. 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 but the yes. point yes. I want us to go it doesn't my, my mean that point. when he or she sends you you don't have to go no he's sending you on a, on a negative errand if my listener, my listeners are listening out there, you are talking about a negative errand. But the Bible is saying that you have to go on your parents' errand. An errand, errand is an errand. By until errand, yes, and until the purpose errand. at the end is known, yeah. Yeah. right? So he's That's sending you in the first place. Listen, in the first place, he's sending you. He's sending you. That to is the baseline to get something for him. What is it? That yeah, is the. Okay. I, I want us to take a step by yeah, step. Yeah, take it in, in detail. Yes, yes I know yeah, in detail, yes. but it's, it's one to two. So he send you on an errand to get something yes, for him, yes, yes. right? So you 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 take that liberty because if you decide not to go, are you trying to tell me the Bible is telling you that if you're going to don't go? It's disobedience yeah. on a level. You see, let me tell Relax. you something. Okay, there's something we we do probably. I don't know if we'll be questioned by God, but think about this. You lie to a friend for a surprise party. You tell him, no, in your house, there's something. Don't go there. Let's go here. Let's go here. You lie to cover up something for a surprise party. Surprise. To God, is, is he a lie or you are helping the person? Do, 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 do you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> there are certain on, spots. I don't know if you understand. Maybe you say, today there's nothing happening. There's nothing happening. Don't, don't, don't go there. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing happening. But then in the end, there's something that's happening. Yeah. In our situation, it is something you are trying to prevent the person from knowing. But it's a lie you told. Yeah. So what what are we saying about that? Yes. It, do, do you understand? It's something like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it becomes a whole... It becomes dicey. But you know, in, in the case of the errand, mm-hmm. okay, because the reason why I'm stressing on this is that I'm sure a lot of listeners out there, uh, they are passing through this. Yes. Your daddy are home. You are just talking to... You are just talking about the house, okay? Because peer pressure in outside is normal. Mm-hmm. It happens a lot. But at home... It's become very difficult to actually waver around it. You are home and your dad is sending you on an errand to go and buy, let's say, cigarettes. And you know that you, you study from Saturday Sabbath school as a youth. What do you, what do you call it? 
what, what do you got? Classes. There are different classes. And you study that. It's not, it's wrong. So in this scenario, you are saying that God said you should be on an errand. In that case, are you being an obedient child or disobedient child? You are telling your dad that dad, this is wrong. No, first I of all, the, uh-huh. the Bible says absolute obedience absolute is required obedience. than sacrifice. Yeah. You see, you know, the Bible also tells us that we shouldn't lean on our own understanding. Yeah. Maybe you will speak to your dad politely or whatever, but you have to also go down on your knees to pray for your dad as they also pray for us. Yes. I'm not saying you should. You are not doing that. You are doing that. But if you are going on the errand, is it an, is it being obedient to God or not? Obedient. You're obedient. Yeah, you're obedient. Your dad is telling you to go and buy cigarettes. You know everything yeah. about cigarettes. But let me tell you something. You should go and buy cigarettes. Mr. Uji, let's oh. listen to you. For instance, your dad can be I even a, a pastor and also a elder. Yes. But still, uh, taking cigarettes. No, the fact that he's an elder or a pastor no, does not mean no, he can't be It wrong. means that the person knows the good thing, but he is not doing that. Exactly. And definitely, you you would be you the child the in the house if but, yes, if you don't you know, take it. Okay. No, please. But like, you know there's something called aiding and abetting. Okay. Whereby is, whereby you are aiding, you are not even taking the cigarettes, but you are aiding your dad to take the no, cigarettes. No, listen. If, if we are talking in terms of the Bible, right? Yes. Was it? I have to quote this in you. Yes. But and you so listen, yeah. if you are talking about prayer pressure here, mm-hmm. and we are talking about Sintudiano. Yeah. It's from the dad because the dad is influencing you indirectly. Yeah. One, your earthly father, you are supposed to um, from the Bible, you are supposed to obey them in all regard. Yeah. Right? We had the in all regard, daddy is saying go and kill somebody he hates. Oh. No, no, listen. listen. I'm, I'm just trying to be very. I'm just trying to be very. No, in all regard, it's very, very dangerous. And that, that so was, if, that if, somebody is, if somebody is listening, <laughs> if somebody is listening, <laughs> my dad is my dad. So he's telling me to kill somebody. No, <laughs> very serious. But you know the right and the wrong on your own. Of course. So if you know the right and wrong, no. Listen, I supposed to buy the cigarettes. <laughs> I have people who would, who would tell you cigarette. Why? Well, okay. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. Where in the Bible is it bad that cigarette? Is it that cigarette is bad? No, I'm asking you a question. We don't, we don't want to. You know, oh, exactly. Like there, there, there are some. We already know that it's affecting your. We health. know, and anything that is affecting your health is wonderful. Everything is, uh, it's, it's like exactly that's what I'm trying to tell you. You have to know. It's yes. just like your dad saying, "Go and buy a pot." Okay, as Adventists, uh-huh. though, as Christians, maybe we we, we, we don't we don't really yeah, entertain don't those, those stuff. Since you do but listen, listen, listen. Uh-huh. What I wanted to say that even your dad can be a pastor and an elder. It means that the person already knows it. What it is. And you also, you being a child, also knows it. Now, you you obeying the truth way, you know. You, the child, have to, after I've already talked about, you have to advise him in a polite manner. Because the person already know it. But know he's not doing that. that. And if you, the child, if you, don't, if you don't take care, you will also be influenced. Because your child, well, your, 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 pastor, your whole pastor, who is your father, wearing a suit, going to the church and preaching, and after that, taking a quality beverages, and you're also in the church after that, they also send you to go and buy uh, Adonko, and you are there, you'll be influenced. So that's where you have to stand. So being standing for peer pressure or the father pressure we are talking about, it's not easy. That's when, as a committed Christian, you have to always pray and learn the Bible. But then, if you do this... Mm-hmm. The, even the Bible has a way of maybe approaching someone if you see something that is wrong. So if you go to uh, to your father, you go on your knees. You can involve your mother, somebody who has influence on your father sure. that you think is greater than yours. Sure. Yes, there's always a step further. If your father becomes the pastor, you can go to probably someone, the, the wife. The wife will then know where to go, right? And if you've involved someone, I think that there you have done your part to help the person. And yes. also there are some people, they can never change. No matter how you pray, yeah. So you have to stand from that 
and know your belief and your religious decision. Okay. So my deal is now, if you're, you're still with us, um, it's getting so heated. If your daddy is asking to go and buy cigarettes or asking to go and buy something, you th- you know, you know very well that this is wrong. What's that approach? I used to tell your dad that, daddy, I'm not going. Or what's, what's, are, that what are you going to say to your dad? And this is very difficult. I'm going back to my able panelists to discuss. Okay, so we are me, wrapping up. Let me, let me. Okay. okay. Lambert, you want to say something? Yes. You know, when um, Daniel, Shadrach, Mishael, when they were yeah, sent to Babylon, yeah. you know, they were school for three years. Mm-hmm. They, they, they went to that school, mm-hmm. but they still, I mean, uh, they relied. Uh, yes. Nebuchadnezzar was forcing him to take the food. The food. But, but, but in the case we are talking about, it's very direct too. Oh, this one is also direct. He took them all, those he was training, he took them to serve him, to put them in high position. So it was also direct, yes. For three years. Do you understand? So you can, you, you, Daniel and his friends chose to stand for their belief and they were, they were victorious. So are you saying that, are you saying that Jesus Christ, because we are saying we are imitating Christ, okay? So everything is about imitating of Christ. You are imitating. So if, if it were Jesus Christ, if it were Jesus Christ, would he have succumbed to that? If assuming Jesus was your son, okay, mm-hmm. and you send Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus, go and buy me cigarettes. What do you think Jesus Christ is? Is he going to is is he going to buy no, the cigarettes, or is going to use a way to say I won't buy? It. But that way was going to be very nice. Let me let me give you one. Money, let me give you one. Scenario. Let me give you one yes. thing. When Jesus was walking with his disciples one day, at some place, someone went with him with some uh, uh, fruit. Okay. okay. That Jesus take it. He said that I don't need it. Give it to those who people who are poor. Do you understand? At that time, the the, the lady was showing humanity to Jesus Christ, but he, he regretted that, or he rejected that. You understand? So does it mean that Jesus Christ, what he did, is, is it wrong? Okay. You understand? If you are to talk about some things in the Bible with this thing, it will, it, it's going to be interactive. Yeah. So let's go straight to the point and know that if your father or your dad send you to go and buy something. As a Christian youth, and you've always learned the Bible. You see, it's because we also we have been influenced because we also don't learn the Bible and pray, because you know nothing about in the Bible that you, you are not supposed to take alcoholic beverage. You know nothing about that, and your father sent you. Definitely, you are going to be influenced by that. But if you know your stand that this thing I am doing it's wrong, you know that I am not supposed to um, uh, shave my hair like that. But my father is doing that. You know it yourself. You read the Bible. That's what uh, a lot of youth Christians now we are lacking of because we don't know what we are doing. Yes. So we just see our friends uh, using, uh, for instance, uh, trousers, uh, slim trousers, and we think that's good for us. We just also want to practice that because we know nothing about that. We just want to go by that. And someone will just tell you that drinking a quality beverage, and the Bible says that drink, but don't, yeah, do not this. Right. And you also just just listen yeah. to that. You say, okay, then let's go by that. And that knows, so the Bible if, is telling you to study to show yourself. Um, uh, yes, my, my time is not going to allow me at all. But Kuma, I'm going to just take final words from you. Is I've already um, spoken. I think I think um, we didn't talk about the prevention, but then I think. He's talking a little about, about it. With, uh, okay, so dealing with it, one, you have to listen to your guts. That's why I think. Because one, if you're firmly rooted in Christ, you know what is right and what is wrong. Your guts, in this case, becomes the Holy Spirit. He will direct your path. Two, also, you have to plan for all possible pressure situations. You have a group of friends. You know they drink alcohol. And they've invited you to a party. So you know that, obviously, those friends would have alcohol there. Okay. So you have an, maybe an excuse. Maybe when they give you a drink, you'll be like, oh, no, today I am fasting. So I'm not supposed to take anything liquid. Mm-hmm. Right? So you should know yourself. Three, you also learn to feel comfortable to say no. 
sometimes it's not always to follow the people you, you should learn how to say no and also the parents should also try to open up with their children and know what and don't exhaust or oh, you are going to okay, continue yes, on okay, that yes, level yes. okay so, so my dear listener this all time could allow us you have really enjoyed the discussion if you were listening to us you realize that it has been really heated here and you've learned a lot continue listening to us next time you are going to discuss and pull further into um peer pressure and dealing with it and overcoming it too thank you very much and have a wonderful day i greet you all in the mighty name of jesus i believe you are all doing well in your various homes the places where you are I am also fine by the grace of God. Today I have something to share with you. I have good news for you. But before we listen to that good news, let's pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank you. We thank you for the wonderful things you have been doing each and every day in our lives. We are about to listen to your word. Oh Lord, may you descend and speak. For we are listening. In Jesus' name, Amen. Today, the topic is, you are an overcomer, in Jesus' name. You are an overcomer, in Jesus' name. Let's read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, 11. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Friend, I want to tell you that you are on the battlefield. I won't lie to you. Somebody is trying to fight you. Whenever you proclaim you want to follow Jesus Christ, somebody will fight you. And that person is the devil, is a Satan. He will fight you every time, every day in your life. He will fight you physically. And he will fight you spiritually. Deep down within people who see you, they will begin to hate you without anything. You haven't wronged them, but they will fight you. It is because you have said you follow Christ. But you become victorious when you give your life to Jesus Christ. That is why it says that we should stand firm so that we will be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. In verse 13, stand firm so that we will be able to stand all the schemes of the devil. So how do you prepare yourself? You should begin to wear the spiritual armor so that you will be able to fight against the devil. You stand firm by holding on to your identity as Christian. Don't allow the devil to overcome you. Don't ever allow yourself. You put on the righteousness of God in verse 14. You put the righteousness of God. That all that you do, you ask the Lord to go his way. All what the Jesus Christ that you proclaim you know. He did on this earth, you do likewise. 
so that you become righteous. You preach the word of the Lord. You preach, you let the whole world hear of Jesus Christ. You also preach to yourself. As you are preaching to the world, you also preach to yourself. It means that you are overcoming the devil. It means that the devil cannot have power over you. Some of us, we proclaim, we let the people hear of the word, but we ourselves, we don't know Christ. Do you know Christ? Again, I want you to also memorize the scripture. You always memorize it in your head. You memorize and then you say it whenever the devil comes before you. As Jesus Christ was able to say, Thou sayest the Bible. Thou sayest the scripture. You also base on the scripture to speak. You devote your life for prayer and for studying of the scriptures. Finally, friend, before you become an overcomer, you have to walk with the Lord. Walk with Him wherever you go. Let Him be your guide. Let Him be your victory. And your life will never be the same. You are an overcomer. The devil has no power over you. May the Lord be with you. May He be with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We would like to hear from you. So call us on the number plus 233-50-15-61-849. Plus 233-50-15-61-849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. AWR Ghana. Voice of hope. Voice of hope.